like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. However you want. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today's episode. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we want to talk about fellowship in unity. Uh, We want to talk about why we have to be united as a church, even as a body, you know, in our workplace, wherever we find ourselves, why there is the need for us to be united, even as one people, even in this house. You see, Jesus Christ prayed a prayer for his disciples in the book of John chapter 17, the verse number uh, 11 thereabout, where we read, it was a prayer that Jesus Christ was praying to the Father, and he was telling the living God, the Father, I want you to cause these ones that you have given unto me, I want you to cause them to be one, even as we are. Because as we know, the Spirit of the Lord, uh, God, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, and our the, the Most High God, these are three, but are in one. They operate as one. Jesus Christ says something. He said that I and my Father, we are one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just as the body is trapped, and said your body, no, he prayed a prayer even for his disciples and he said that father i want you to cause these people even these ones that you have given to me you have to understand that jesus christ was praying for the apostles that the lord gave to him he was praying for the followers that the Lord had given to him. He was praying for the people who had come to believe him and were in his gatherings and were always listening to his teachings. Hallelujah. He was praying for these people that the Father would cause them to be one. And the Apostle Paul understood the need and the necessity. Hallelujah. The same way our bodies are, that is how we are even in Christ. So the Apostle Paul used the body as a case step to 
tell us something. Okay, Nipebiani Tinaho, Emma Fabima, no person, or the Tre Asafono, Nema no person, or the Tre Asafono, or the Nipebiano Etinaho, Emma Safapemono. So the body was the case study that the Apostle Paul was using, even to explain why we have to be one as a people and as a church. Why we have to be one in our workplace, why we have to be one even in our families, why we have to be one wherever we find ourselves, even in our marriages, because Jesus Christ and the, the Lord made us understand in the book of Genesis, he said that for a man who leave his father and his mother, and he will be cleave to his wife, and the two shall become what? Oh, do you read your Bible at all? And the two shall become what? The way it's like you don't read your Bible. Do you read it? The two shall become what? So even in marriage, unity is expected to prevail. There is supposed to be fellowship. Wherever we find ourselves, there is supposed to be fellowship and unity prevailing even amongst us. Hallelujah. 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 So Jesus Christ prayed even for his disciples. When we talk about fellowship, we are talking about, you know, a friendly association with people who share a common interest with us. A friendly association with people who share a common interest even with us. That is what we mean by fellowship. And when we talk about unity, we are talking of a state of being joined as a whole. As a whole. As one. A state of being joined as a whole. As one. So when we talk about fellowship in unity, or unity in fellowship, it could be vice versa, anyhow you want to put it. When we are talking about unity in fellowship, or fellowship in unity, we are talking about, you know, we having a common interest as Christians. Our interest is one. That is to please the living God. We believe in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the common interest that we share as a people. So there is supposed to be that friendly interaction even between us in whatever that we do so that we can become one. And that oneness is what makes us a whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me feel your response. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus Christ talks, prays for his people to be one. And when you read uh, that verse of scripture, John chapter 17, Jesus mentioned it over three or four times. Praying to the Father that the disciples should be one. Give me your attention. Hallelujah. Amen. Follow me closely. You'll be blessed. That the disciples should be one. He mentioned it several times, even in that same chapter of the scripture, that they should be one. They should be one. Pray to the Father. Even in verse 21, he mentioned it again, that there is a need for them to be one. He went on to mention it again, that there is a need. Why? Because we cannot do anything to please the Lord without being in agreement with one another. Even as a church, even as a people, there is nothing that we can do to please the living God without being 
in agreement with one another as a church and as a people. So the Apostle Paul, understanding the importance of this, why did the Apostle Paul use the human body even as a case study for us to learn from? Because the human body is made up of different parts. Just the same way as we are different people coming from different backgrounds. The hand is different from the legs. Hallelujah. The fingers are different from the hand itself. But they complete the hand. The head is different from the leg. The, your somewhere is different from your somewhere. Your nose is different from your mouth. Your ears are different from you know your eyes. These are many members, but they all form one component. Hallelujah. Oh, it's like you are not with me. If I say hallelujah, you have to respond. Hallelujah. You know that you are following me. So the body is made up of different compartments. Just like I am blacking, and our sister here is fair. We are different. But when we come together like this, it's one body. So there is no difference between you being black, me being white, you being yellow, you being brown skin. There is no difference. We are all one. And the Apostle Paul used the entire body to explain something significant to us. You see, in the body, there are very vital parts that when they are not in operation, this whole body cannot function that we do not see. Are you following me at all? Parts be only baby animal. Say a dead man, body will empty me and function. When your hand is not there, the body can still function properly. You can be amputated. Your two legs can be chopped off. And your body can still function properly. You bet me SCV one no and you bet me a cow touch rema. Body no still a bear to my pepper. But there are vital parts in the body that are not seen. And the apostle Paul was trying to use the body, the body components, to explain to us that listen, when you are privileged or because you can see the hand physically or because you can see the eyes physically or because you can see the feet physically doesn't mean that there is no heart in the body you and i know that when your heart stops beating your life has ended am i talking truth when your heart stops beating your life has ended Your whole life is coming to an end. When your kidneys are messed up, you should know that you are drawing closer to the Lord. It will affect the whole parts of the body. 
When your liver is messed up, when your liver, O Priapono, say, I won't touch him up. Tiasia said, Niama, Hallelujah. Yes, these are parts that we don't see. It tells me something that the people who play the most significant roles, even in the church, even in the body, are the people who are hidden that we do not see of any time. Somebody is not following. You see, when we come to church like this, everybody wants to be the hand. Everybody wants to be the eyes. Everybody wants to be the mouth. Everybody wants to be the head that everybody is seeing. But I am telling you that oftentimes it is not even what we see that is playing the most significant role, even amongst us. It is what we don't see. So, so the Lord, you see, I told you to take of that particular verse. He said the Lord has positioned them as he pleases. You see, some of us, it is in the will of God that you must never hold a microphone to sing in front of the people, even in the church. Some of us, it is in the will of God that you will never
sin. I'm telling you. So as the Lord pleases, that is how he has made different compartments of, of the body so that together, when we are functioning at where we are supposed to be functioning, we can be united in the Lord and achieve that aim that the Lord wants us to achieve. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is why the Lord used the body. There is a, a great man of God. Uh, is it D.L. Moody? And this great man of God, this is a man who was anointed. Now, anytime this man will go somewhere, because brother D.O. Moody is in town. He had the opportunity to go to heaven. And when the man of God entered heaven, the Lord showed him something. The Lord said, that, look at what is happening on earth. This is the reason why you are able to do the things that you do. There was a woman in a wheelchair who was always praying hours upon hours for the man of God. Yet still, nobody saw this woman in the church. And nobody took notice of this woman. All everybody knew was the head, Brother D.L. Moody. But there was somebody who was behind. Who was working the things out for the man of God, even to become who he was? Some of you, what God has made you, it's not for you to be in the church and be complaining. You're not I'm and I'm I won't sing again. We are pretty, sir. And I'm here, Miss Mapa Bible School. I'm a brown Bible School. And I'm here, 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 I'm where the Lord wants us to function as a people and as a church you have no idea the reward that you will gain even from the Lord hallelujah so the Lord showed this man of God and when he saw the woman he saw the mansion that the woman had in heaven it was far bigger than his own and this was somebody who was going about preaching people were being saved and all that Listen, every part of the body is significant. You might be just a, a congregant, but you are very important in the church because it is the contribution of your daughter that is making the church also. It is the money you are giving, even if it is one city, that is also part of the reason why these structures are being built. So everybody is significant, even in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 17, the verse number 21b. Why did Jesus Christ pray for us that we will be united? He says that 
that they all may be one as you father are in me and i in you that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me so it is our oneness it is our fellowship and our unity together as a people that causes the world to believe that indeed we are of the lord mahatma gandhi one of the uh, is an indian uh, one of those indian uh, guys who gave independence for them he said something he said that i love the christ that the christians preach but i don't want to follow the christ because of their way of living because there were too much disunity and contention and you know conflicts amongst the people of god the church the christians there were disunities amongst them so an unbeliever saw it and he couldn't buy into the jesus that they were preaching and that is why today in our world everybody the people of other religions there is no way you can go and talk about you know the other people you will mention their name or you will talk about one of them or their head and they will allow you to go they will make sure that they fight for whoever that you know you have spoken against but in our day as Christians in this house raise a concern or an issue of a man of God everybody will talk people will talk as though they, they have not seen before you see and when the world sees this it doesn't make what we believe attractive to them for them to even draw closer to us so jesus christ wants us to be united as a church as a people in Nazareth. he wants us to be united because when the world sees the unity when those out there when they see us united when they see us not quarreling with one another in our houses when they see you in your house that the two of you are Christians and you are not insulting each other as some foolish people are doing on the streets they will believe in what you believe but if you are insulting one another as believers why should I one of my guys visited me yesterday and was telling me that uh, a Buddhist or so uh, a guy wanted to preach to him about Buddhism and the guy said that uh, I will change here say I will change here I will change here I will change and my, my, my guy told him that me will change here I will change here so if this is the basis to which you want to draw into what you believe I can't come you see, if the world are doing what we believers are supposed to be doing, and we are not doing what we are supposed to be doing, they will see no reason why they should join us as Christians. Yes. So as a church, there is a need that wherever we find ourselves being positioned, there is a need that we are united. 
even amongst ourselves why are we divided as a church why are we divided as christians hallelujah this one is uh, i'm just trying to enlighten you about some things follow me closely hallelujah don't be some way on me hallelujah why is the body divided first corinthians 3 the verse number one to three open your bibles open your bibles first corinthians one three to three why are we divided as a church in our departments why are we divided in the church why are we divided as men of god why are we divided and the apostle paul went on to say something he said that and i brethren could not speak to you as unto spiritual people but as unto carnal as unto babes in christ i fed you with milk and not with solid food for until now you were not able to receive it and even now you are still not able for you are still carnal that is the word he used for you are still carnal somebody say carnal say carnal say carnal he says that for where there are envy strife and divisions among you are you not carnal and behaving like mere men so what causes division amongst us and prevents us from being united as a people as a church is because of carnality it's because we have become a carnal people in the house of the lord it's because we have become carnal people we have refused to grow as christians we are still babies in the lord expecting every day to receive prophecy expecting every day to receive some acquaintance expecting every day to be fed the apostle Paul said something he said that while you ought to be teachers by now some of you are still babies you have been a christian for 10 solid years and you still want to be taught how to do some things you are still coming i'm telling you he said because of carnality you have been a christian from your childhood and you are still fighting in church you are fighting and you are insulting people over unnecessary things you are you are carnal and you are still a baby you are refusing to grow you are a christian for many years and you still want to be taught some of these things he said that are you not carnal and he in the carnality he talks about you know uh, strives he talks about envy envy so one of the things that causes us to be divided as people even under carnality what makes us carnal is when we become envious of one another so when this that is a brio be at here or be power ourselves and what we and what sorry her who need me who be me? I'm here, yes, I'm here. Who be me? Yes, I'm here. Who now? 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 Who now?
when you go into some families, there are no unity, there is no, there is conflict. Because we only pray we feel now we see We see we are discussing it in the neighborhood. If I am rich, I was telling uh, the brothers that we pray. I said, me, my desire and my prayer for all of us is that all of us will be on the same level. All of us are rich. All of us are doing what we are all spiritual. If you have money, and me to have money, who will come and worry you with school fees every time? Who will come and worry you with uh, talk money every time? So envy when somebody is doing well than you. Somebody has gotten a breakthrough in the church. And you are dead. And you will see. One body. Envy. The next thing is strive. It says that we're for strive. Strive. When we talk about strife, it is angry or bitter disagreement over fundamental issues. Over unnecessary things. Wait I am angry. As soon as he had me, we are sorry. Make us say, I assume as in the name, I've been poor man, and also said, What he had as soon as he had our attitude. Anytime you will get closer to him, he is throwing his face somewhere. And he, because of that, me, I don't get closer. You have some bitterness inside of your heart over a brother, over a sister who has no idea. And they have done something to you. Angry or bitter disagreement. As for you, everything. The least thing. You see, you are kind You What shows that you are not growing and you are kind is because the least thing that somebody does, you are angry. You are provoked. You are an usher. You are angry that somebody refused to do this and you want a pastor. The least thing you are, it shows that you are Kana. Pastor Kana. Quarista Kana.
Your father wronged you. Your mother said something. You weren't happy. The thing has been in your heart. You brought it to church. When we are talking to you, you have made your face gassing. And nobody can come closer to you. Sister Gassing. Listen. These are things that, you know, hinders us from becoming one as men of God, as people of God, as a church, as choristers, whatever that we are doing in in our families, in our homes. So there is no unity because of strife. The least thing you are angry. He said, Are you not yet carnal? So, carnality is the main thing that causes disunity, even amongst us as a people. So, the Apostle Paul is telling us that listen, there is a need that we grow up as believers. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Are you with me at all? So there is a need that we grow up. Sometimes I get surprised how some people talk to elderly people. I'm telling you. Me, my mother never taught me to disrespect any elderly person. I'm telling you. I never saw my father insult somebody. I don't disrespect elderly people. I don't disrespect even uh, children. It's not something that is part of me. And if I do something and it is wrong, my mother is here. Sometimes she will provoke me to anger. She will say something and I will roar when, when I say, woman, keep quiet. <laughs> I'll tell her. <laughs> when Immediately, my mother is here. Immediately, I'll come to myself. I'll say, I'll tell you, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. That is spirituality. It doesn't mean that you see, you will not falter. You will fall, but because the Holy Spirit convinces you of some things. Immediately, you falter or you wrong somebody. You come to yourself and you try to make amends. We are all in the same church, and somebody wronged you, and the thing from New Page Era. New Page Era. That sister spoke to you in a way. So, all the sisters in the church, they don't respect. That brother did something. So, all the brothers, one pastor did something, and it has affected all the pastors. Hallelujah. Bitter, bitterness and anger. If you are easily angered, know that you are carnal. I'm telling you, the least thing 
You are hungry. You want to pass. You are kinda and you need to, you know, grow up and mature. And that is why a lot of things are not working for us in our offices. Because our boss can't want Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let us look at the benefits in fellowshipping in unity. The benefits of fellowshipping even in unity. It helps you and I to have a better fellowship with the Spirit of the Lord. First John chapter 1, the verse number 7. Can you quickly project it for us? First John chapter 1, the verse number 7. Is your Bible with you? Open it, open it. Let me see. Open it. Today we are doing Bible studies. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me at all? First John chapter 1, the verse number 7. It helps you and I to have a better fellowship with the Lord, with the Spirit of the Lord. He says that but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. From all sins. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, if we walk in the spirit as he is in the spirit, it helps us to have a better fellowship. You see, he, he, he went on to say something that that Christ that you said you have not seen. You say you hate your brother. You love God. The God that you have not seen. You love him more than you love your brother. You are a liar. You are a liar. The God that didn't give you top money physically. And your mother that took care of you from your childhood. By the help of this God. You say you love God and you hate your mother. You are a liar. You can talk to your mother anyhow. And you are giving respect to your pastor. You are a liar. And you are a hypocrite. You can talk to your police anyhow. And you are according some people respect. He says, listen, you are a liar. You are not walking in the light. You are walking in the flesh. It's not working on your behalf. So having fellowship with one another helps us to understand better how to be in fellowship with the Spirit. Because some of these things will learn them better in the flesh. If I can communicate with you every time, if I, if I can say sorry to you every time when I have wronged you, the same will apply even to the way I walk and I do things even in the spirit. So the reason why most of us cannot function and walk in the spirit is because we have not, you know, we have not demonstrated our love even in the flesh. You see the way the man of God, our father, the prophet, has a very good relationship with people. You should not be surprised how he also has a good relationship with the Spirit. 
even into the spirit. So he helps us to have a better fellowship even with the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. It commands an easy flow of the anointing of God. Psalm 133, verse number 1. He said that how nice and pleasant it is for praying to dwell together. For it is like the anointing that runs from the head, even of the Aaron, the apostle prophet, the man of God, Aaron, even right through his beard, down to his head. He said that how nice and pleasant it is for praying to dwell together. If we dwell together as a church, if we dwell together as choristers, if we dwell together as pastors, there is an easy flow of the anointing of God, even in our lives. Whatever we do, the anointing of God comes to back it. The Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 2, the verse number 1, that when the day of painting was at fully come, they were together with one accord, even in the upper room. And the Bible said that the apostles as they were together, and they were believing God for the fulfillment of the promise. The Bible said that suddenly there came a mighty wind, even from heaven, and it came to where they were. And then we saw that the tongues of fire even came to rest upon the men of God. And suddenly they began to pray in the Holy Ghost because the anointing of God was present. And how did the anointing of God come? It came because they were united, it came because they were one, it came because they were having fellowship. Even in unity, as a people, as apostles, as pastors, as choristers, they were having fellowship with one another. And the Bible said in the book of Acts chapter 12 that when the brother of James, when the brother of John, even James, when he was arrested and he was killed, when Herod saw that he pleased the Jews, the Bible said that he stretched forth his hand even to first Peter. And as he arrested Peter even into the prison, the Bible said that the church came together, even with one accord, they were fellowshiping together, even in unity, with one heart, with one mind, with one prayer topic. And as they began to pray, the anointing of God moved like never before. And we saw the apostle Peter, who was arrested even in prison. We saw the spirit of the Lord enter the prison room. And the spirit of the Lord brought the apostle out. Beloved, I came to announce to you that as we work together in unity, even as a church, as we work together in unity, even as brothers and sisters, as we work together in unity, the spirit of the Lord and the anointing of God is getting ready even to move in our midst. We are about to see a mighty move of God like never before in our music department, in our ushering department, amongst our pastors. Why? Because we are united. Why? Because we are joined together even as one people, as one brethren. And the Bible said the other day that when Moses and the other elders, when they were on top of the mountain, when Joshua was in the valley and he was fighting the battle, even against the Amalekites, the Bible said that Aaron and Ur, they were with him up there. And as they held his hand, the two of them together, in unity and in one agreement, the Bible said that the man of God, even Moses, his hand was sustained. And so far as his hand remained up there, the power of God was mighty, even amongst the people of Israel. And they were prevailing over their enemies. And two were together, no less they agree. When we walk in 
unity as brothers and sisters when we work in unity as a church and as a people the power of God is able to manifest itself
fellowship in unity. When we are together, we can fight better. When we are praying for one another, instead of insulting one another, instead of exposing the flaws of one another, we give the devil the chance even to enter our families, even to enter our workplace, even to enter this church, even to enter our hearts, to cause sicknesses and all kinds of things, even to abound in us. But the apostle said that we are one body, even with many members. One body, even with many parts. And we are lifting up a prayer in the name of Jesus. May Jehovah calls us as a church, as Esau. May Jehovah calls us to be united. May Jehovah calls us to be one. May Jehovah stir up his love. The love of unity even amongst us. Even in the name of Jesus, you might be believing God for some reunion and some unity in your family. It is a very good time for you to pray and to sow into it. If you are believing God for some reunion and unity in your marriage, in whatever that you are doing, it is a good time. Some of you, your customers have been lost because of confusion. Strive. But the time has come for them to be, you know, reunited and joined to you again. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Head on over to your email and email ajimansakwadiakwame at gmail.com.